All right, welcome back. <laughs> well, hey there. It's just the peaceful music, and then yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. <laughs> we're, just, we're, we're just gonna kick it off real, real quick. So. <laughs> Okay, so this part is, is obviously not going to go in the podcast, but like this particular section, what's I've already like had four moments where I'm going to have to cut out. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier when I was like, like Quentin and I were both like, like question time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like dead silence. So we'll cut this part out. Here's the deal. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again this week. I'm Q. And I'm Bill. Here's the deal. We got a pretty special, not even a pretty special, we got a very special episode for you guys this week. All the way from somewhere is someone who is our guest. And you will find out very soon. Very soon who that is. Uh, we just want to welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, the last couple episodes have been very me-centered and uh, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> but it's about time that we even it all out, talk about plenty of different things with somebody else and putting the attention on somebody else, too. Exactly. Some more un-Bill-related topics and uh, maybe some Bill-related topics. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But we're, uh, we're excited to, to welcome to the show Garrett Maddox. Woo! Hey, yeah. what's going on, everybody? Thunderous applause. I'm, I'm so honored to be on Here's the Deal. I've been a faithful listener, but you know I'm actually behind the the mic and doing the magic. You've really, I think, more than just listened. You've made the show come to life because our Instagram is sponsored pretty much by. Yeah, you. I did a little something, something. It's all good. You are consistently shouting us out. Thank you. Yeah, and like all of you can do as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just go shout us out right now. So, but uh, Garrett, we're dude, we're pumped, pumped. <laughs> we're, dude, I'm really pumped too. <laughs> no, we're so pumped. <laughs> That's that's the thing about live television is <laughs> sometimes you just have to roll with the punches. Wait, is this so. live? Are we live? Yeah, oh, nice. we we're, we're gonna roll with we're it. Rocking and rolling. So we uh we're we're excited to have you and uh, how, you know how did we even meet Garrett? I feel like it was like it it, it wasn't the most like glamorous thing, was it? I mean, we just kind of no. Had... I mean, besides the heavens opening up and then I my descent. Um, <laughs> Your descent. That, that was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Falling from it heaven. Was, <laughs> no, it was entirely casual. It's just kind of, uh, I don't know. I mean, with, with Quentin, I know it was very just kind of through knowing people and being friends with other people and my brother kind of getting connected with y'all's church. Yeah. I started going to youth events and I saw this dude and I was like, I think I'll go talk to that dude. And then... Well, I do have a very welcoming face. Yeah. And no. I'm like, come talk to me, please. I'm lonely. I heard, I heard somebody say that one time. About you, yeah. Welcome, Just now, it well, was you. <laughs> welcoming, punchable. I mean, it's they're yeah. all adjectives. <laughs> kind of, you know, it all flows together. The same thing. <laughs> no, but uh, and I think Garrett with me, it was like I, I just heard of the the man, the myth, the legend, Garrett Maddox. You know, he does all the stuff, makes people look really cool on camera. And we just, I think we just, we just kind of randomly started. I think I remember kind of the moment with Bill. It was at um, camp. Not this past camp, but the, the year before. And um, I'd always seen Bill at stuff. And I'd known Quentin and talked to him a little bit more before I even met Bill. 
and I knew Bill was kind of like a college student. He was going to Urshan, so I saw him every now and then. And uh, so eventually I was like, okay, I think I'm going to go talk to this guy. Okay. He was, he was a, the guitar player, and I was kind of intimidated. I was like, uh, all right, I'll go, I'll go talk to him. And, dude, he was like such a chill guy. And so I was uh, honored. I little, was honored to be. Little did you know <laughs> things would soon take a Here turn am. for the change. Here <laughs> I am, dude. Little did you know that he was very intimidated by you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the intimidation both ways. That's why we didn't talk for so long. Yeah. <laughs> we were both so intimidated. This barrier of intimidation. <laughs> Quinn obviously was not intimidated. <laughs> I think we Which knew each other a little bit before you kind of like blew up yeah. as like a amazing oh, no, artist. Did you blew up, bro? Dude, <laughs> I actually blew up. Uh, yeah, I'm surgically attached now. But I just imagine like a Garrett, Mister Potato. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. pop in different lips on him. Put the like, pieces back together. But I think mine and Garrett's uh, like defining moment of like friendship was was camp like when oh, we no. so we we do this thing i think we've talked about it before maybe tribal tribal wars and and that we that we did for our youth camp and uh there was one night where we were like man no other tribe is doing t-shirts for their kids and we want to do that we thought we were so original man and yeah. now they're all we're they're all doing the the t-shirts we pioneered that sucker and that was quite a journey the thing is though the way they do it now is they go through a company who yeah. professionally prints those for us <laughs> and i mean come on like how much more unoriginal can you be yeah like, like <laughs> lame but for i don't want to diss anybody i mean i get it you got to do what you got to do you know you got to you got to get it out there but you got to put in the work in the forefront of everything that's what really to me solidifies that you you're you're in it and so exactly. what, what you're we, in it to win it was it it was Aaron who or you that made the stencil which one was it Aaron no, no, no. oh we collectively made the stencil but Aaron is the one that that went down to the <laughs> tabernacle where there's a giant lion picture and he hand traced that thing, just looking at it, and, and put it on a piece of paper. Oh, and Aaron. then the intensity set in. Dude, Aaron Kibblebits, as I like to call yep. him. Yep, A A Ronk Instagram. A A Ronk. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a legend, and so he drew that up, and then we got to work, man. And I I still to this day can't explain to people properly why it took us about four or five hours <laughs> to <laughs> cut a piece of cardboard, but it it did, man. And I'm justifying it through and through, like it, it's. It was hard work, man. Well, and and t the other thing was, so we went to Walmart. I, I feel like all of our great stories at this point <laughs> deal with us, us going to Walmart. Yeah. It, it really late at night. Yeah. But um, we went to Walmart, came back, made, and then we were literally up until we the sun came up. Like, yeah, no, really. No, it was literally, <laughs> there was a moment. I remember the exact moment <laughs> where it was, I was sitting facing the window and uh, Bill might have, at two at that time, I can't remember, but I know some of like Aaron or Bill was on the other side, and I look behind them and I see that blue tinge in the sky, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" You're like, "Is that the sun?" <laughs> or like, "Yeah, that's the sun." <laughs> and, and we weren't even done at that. No, <laughs> we were. We still we weren't done yet, and so we finished up and we we took it outside and started testing it out, and uh, we did a a little victory sunrise, you know, peaceful moment. We we had a moment together. I thought you were about to say a. Uh, victory sunrise yeah. dance. No, no. I was going to say a victory lap, but really that was just Aaron. He was the one that started running around the things because he was too tired and wanted to wake up. So That's right. Yeah. At that point, we were just doing anything to I stay have, awake. I still have the video. I took a video of, of Aaron running. I turn it towards Bill, and he just says, we're out here. That's the end of the video. I feel like you have an archive of, like, 15 terabytes worth I, of video. <laughs> I have an entire archive. Like, I could... 
put together an entire archive of just moments like that. Well, it was a great time, you know. Such a good time. The, the, the thing is, I feel like if you can stay through the night with... Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's something to back. If you, can, if you can survive that kind of uh, intense action, if you can kind of, you know, get past that barrier with another person, you know... I think that's uh, that's something to say about a friendship, and it, it, it blossomed. paves the way. It pa- it paved the way, man. Once that sunrise rose, I was like, you know what? I think we're on to something. <laughs> yeah. So uh, ever since then, uh, it's the rest is history, really. Yeah. And really uh, we're still making history. Here I am. We out here. We're still out here. <laughs> <laughs> that sun, that sun's still rising. It's still setting, and we're still here. Hey, the sun will not set on on our uh, journey of friendship. No, it will never. Quentin? <laughs> <laughs> Quentin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I met Quentin too one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, you didn't stay up quite as late. It was like three no. in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, see yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Hey, see you, man. Hey, buddy. <laughs> all right, peace out. So, so Garrett, I think the thing that, that everybody wants to know is is what is you, man. Why don't you just, just tell us about you? Tell us. I know I know. it's sometimes kind of weird talking about yourself, maybe, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. No, I mean... What do you want me to start with? Man, just start what what you're passionate about, kind of what you what you're doing right now. You know yeah. what what you're what you're into, what you get your hands all up in. So, <laughs> what I'm passionate about, what I'm kind of doing right now is uh, I do video art. For those who don't know me, I do photography and videography, and that is my main passion. It's what kind of drives me in life, and it really is it it, it it's what I've chosen to follow and, and to continue on in a path of and. Um, that's what I'm doing right now, and it's it's working so far. I've been able to kind of do uh, freelance stuff to the side, make a little money here and there. But besides that, I mean, that's just a, a way to start a career. But really what I'm passionate about is doing work that I think is truly making an impact. And, and I'm doing a lot of work for the teen youth department and, and things like that. I've made tons of the, like the camp videos that people see, convention videos, um, a lot of the promo stuff. Um, I've been kind of working on that, and they've they've put me to work, and I've enjoyed it so much. Even though sometimes it does get stressful, um, I enjoy it, man. It's my passion. It's 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 what I do, and um, and I really feel like that's the avenue God's chosen me to to follow and, and to go down that path to truly make an impact. And if I had like a broad like not to get too too hyper serious right do now, do it, bro. Go but for like it. if I if I when people say you know people like to ask. Uh, everyone I think kind of gets this question at some point is like what do you want to do or like what's your main goal what's your highest like thing that you want to do um in life and I think what I've kind of come to a conclusion and that may change and it may shift um but right now I think it's I want to be able to travel the world and truly like document what change is happening around the world whether that be within missions and church work or it might be organizations that are just doing things for people in general that are good and being able to make short films or, or whatever it may be to document their process and let that have eyes, get eyes on it from other people that may have never known that that was happening or going on and letting that just take it from one person doing something and a few people knowing about it to several people being able to know about it and getting lots of eyes and attention on these awesome things that are happening around the world. Wow, that that's that's so good, and yeah. and we we see that you obviously have the talent to do that kind of stuff, and but also the passion. Now, yeah. not everybody starts out with that kind of talent, though. So, tell us how you you obviously had the passion, you wanted to do it, yeah. You devoted the time to it, but it, it's a lot about the gear too and everything like that. So that costs money. That yeah. that does 
that that it can break the bank. Right. You know? I get it. Yeah. But um, how how were you able to, as a young person, be able to develop your skill? Yeah. While staying on a budget. Yeah. And I mean, not to go ahead and throw the the title in there, but here's the deal. Uh, no, but not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. No. Uh, but when I'm I'm a I'm basically I'm a broke college student at the moment. I mean, like I ha- I make money where I can with doing video work, and I'm trying to put in the the groundwork now. So, you know, the plan is to be able to build a videography career or or company or whatever it may be or turn into. I want to be able to make it my full-time job. So I'm doing that now instead of later so um, I can kind of go through those barriers now that kind of keep people um, from really pushing to the other side and making it their career. There's some pitfalls at the beginning, and you don't have a lot of money. You don't make a ton of money. But I figured why not do that now at you know 19 years old and try and wait till I'm like 24 or something and be like, now let's try that video career. Oh, wait, you got bills to pay, you know? So I, I, I'm doing that now and starting out even a few years ago when I was, you know, 14, 15, um, I was blessed enough to have, you know, some some family friends of, of my, a family friend of mine that really saw some like passion in me and he saw something within me. And uh, I'm always grateful for what they did for me. And they they helped me buy actually my first camera um, and, and kind of got me set up and got me editing software and stuff like that out of the blue wasn't expecting it but he I guess saw something in me and he helped me out so um that was my first time ever seeing kind of I guess the light and all that being able to say okay now I don't even really have excuses I've got a camera that I can use I have decent editing software I can go and so and it wasn't the nicest thing in the world I didn't have everything that I needed but it was a start you know and um I was able just to launch from there and use what I had and I think that's a misconception is even if you don't have a nice camera, I mean, our phones, man, like, they have such good cameras on them. If you can just, it's all about the idea. So, yes, gear is important, and having things to help you tell your stories or whatever it may be is important. And the better tools you have, the better the quality of the video is. That's important. But I think really what's important behind all that is what you're trying to, to show through those tools. Because that's all they are is tools at the end of the day. You're trying to use those tools to tell a concept. So if you took your phone out and you want to tell a concept, um, you, you can take your phone and film exactly what you need, whether that be someone talking, that be B-roll, whatever it is, you can still film the exact same shots that you would get with the camera, piece it together, and it's the same story. The same story, just different quality. You know what I'm saying? That's so, awesome, dude. Yeah, like it doesn't matter as much. But for people who, obviously, it's a natural thing as a creative or as a photographer, videographer, you want to get nice stuff, you want to build that. So if you don't have as much money, just start getting something, whatever you can afford, get it, and then that'll help you slowly increase, and and it's all about getting connections and getting more jobs and things like that, and you'll make the money. You'll get it up, you'll save it, Um, and and I don't fully recommend this. It's something I do all the time, even now sometimes, (laughs) but... Like, right now, it, it depends, uh, obviously, where you are and where your life is, but um, right now, I'm in a position where sometimes I can, like, drain a ton of money that I have to buy, like, sacrifice all that to buy a certain piece of equipment that I think is actually going to help me um, tell a story more effectively or maybe get more gigs and things like that and just aid me in doing that, that I'll, I'll make that small sacrifice now so that I have that that tool or whatever it may be, that camera gear, and then I'll make that money back shortly because I was willing to make that small sacrifice 
get that, and then here I am. I'm, I'm already back to where I started. And it, again, it's not all about super growth right now. It's about just getting the groundwork, getting what I need, getting the tools that I need, and uh, hopefully being set up now so that in the future I can kind of, you know, just start saving up and just go, you know? Yeah, the crazy thing is I keep thinking I have like like three questions at a time and then you'll answer all of them. <laughs> I think, but to me, I think it's a testament to just the time you've spent in uh, your what you're passionate about yeah. that you've put in this time. Because a lot of people probably would see your work and, and wouldn't recognize what it takes to make it as awesome as it right. is. They're just like, wow, I wish I could do that. But what do you, what do you tell somebody who kind of has like, you know, maybe a passion or even maybe even an eye for, you know, photography, videography, uh, but they don't know where to start. Where, where's kind of the starting ground, you know, because not everybody has somebody who will support them financially yeah. or right. even just believes in them for their abilities. But right. where, where do you start with, with that kind of passion? Right. So if you're starting from scratch, but you have, and there's so many people out there like that, they have an eye for it. And, and I can tell when sometimes when people have an eye for things. And, and um, it's about realizing that you have that eye and being fully confident about it. And if you really want to get into it, you just let that be your passion and you have full confidence in yourself. Because if you ha even have some doubt, like, I think I have an eye for this, but I'm not really sure. And plus, I don't even have the camera anyways. You're never going to do it. So you got to be confident from the start and be like, you know what? I think I kind of have an eye for this. It's not like being, you know, super arrogant or anything. It's just saying, I think I, I can see things a little bit differently than somebody else can. Let me look into that. I want to really try this. And then you do whatever it takes. And uh, obviously, I, my story is a little bit different than maybe others would be in that case. Some people, you know, they, they start out from scratch. But, I mean, I started out from scratch at one point, too, and I didn't have anything. I was taking, like, little cameras that I found or, you know, um, little, like, cheap ones that I would get maybe for Christmas or things like that. Like, the cheapest little things. And you would take those things or even webcams on my a computer they weren't. They were completely ridiculous and embarrassing videos that I would make <laughs> on my computer, but I still have them to this day. And like, it's those. <laughs> I really want those. <laughs> we might release sometime in the future. Yeah, we're gonna need those right yeah. now. <laughs> but it's about those. Even those small, goofy, like idiotic videos, was just me like expressing my creativity. And it, even though it was silly and goofy and ridiculous, it was just an outlet for me. And so I used what I had as an outlet. And um, just use whatever you can find. Even if it's like your friend that you know has a camera, um, you know, look into that. Say, hey, can I borrow that? I have this idea. Or do you want to, like, film this with me? Let's create something. Finding whatever you can. There's always a way, especially in this day of technology. You, you can meet people. You know people. Whatever it is. And then that's going to get you to where you need to be. It's just getting a connection, getting some path, some way to get your, your vision across. And there's plenty of ways you just got to look for them so i know that you just recently went on a trip right yeah and yeah. and you're slowly starting to release some um photos from that trip and everything I like am. that but i also know that you had a piece of equipment that was a little bit damaged during <laughs> that what what have you learned from that and and uh what has that um taught you as far as your skill set and everything like that that's a great question, Quentin. I'm so happy that you asked that. So that's been fresh, uh, like talking about that with people and, and stuff like that, this topic. And I even when I'd explain it to people um, while it happened, um, it was kind of really teaching me something. And what happened is this small piece of equipment was my camera. Um, it got, it, um, I was at camp first week and uh, I was filming the camps. I was the videographer and the photographer for that week. 
and uh, the dodgeball game was going, and I'm kind of the, one of those guys that, you know, do anything for the shot, get where you need to be, you know, just risk it. And, in, in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, apologize to yourself later, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, or to the camera later when uh, something goes wrong, and that's what happened. I, I was behind the dodgeball kids. There was one kid left, a few on the other side, and long story short, ball straight to the camera, and uh, it hit, like, the gimbal that it was on, and the metal hit the screen, and... It cracked instantly. And a lot of people ask me, like, dude, did you, like, oh, dude, I bet you, like, cried when you saw that. Dude, I bet that's got to be awful. And I was like, and I didn't really cry. I mean, I definitely, like, it, it hit the brain. I was like, should I cry now <laughs> or later? I don't know. Definitely hurt but, the soul. Yeah, a little it, bit. It, it hit me. I was like, do I cry now or later? I don't know which one. Maybe maybe tonight when I go to bed, I'll just cry. <laughs> no, nah, but it was kind of one of those moments where you just, you, you sit and you're like, okay, what do I do about this? And I looked at my camera, saw it was cracked, and thankfully, well not thankfully, it's happened to me before on my old camera. So I'd experienced this and I was like, don't freak out. And actually I got more shots of dodgeball while the camera had just got cracked because I was like, dodgeball game's not over, I gotta film. So I filmed more <laughs> stuff, went to the cafeteria and then looked at it, made sure it was all good. Just the screen. It was just the screen that was broken, it was busted, it was cracked. Um, camera worked just fine and I have an electronic viewfinder you can see everything through that so that's been like the saving grace um, because I have after that happened I continued to film that week of camp another week of camp and a week in Belize is the trip that Quentin was talking about um, I went to on a missions trip to Belize so three intense weeks of filming on a broken camera monitor um, and only using the viewfinder and I guess if that's taught me anything, it's taught me that, I guess, under pressure, under situations like that, I didn't completely lose my, my cool. I didn't cry. I didn't do none of that. <laughs> uh, but I, I actually stayed, like, surprisingly calm and collected and just thought, what can I do about this? And I think that showed me a lot how I've grown, whereas, like, uh, the first time that that happened, um, I was kind of, like, freaking out, like, oh, this is the first every time this has happened to me, something like that, like... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Whereas this time it was like, no big deal. We can get this replaced. Let me check it out. And so that taught me that I've grown a little bit. And also um, just working off instinct, man. Like I had to like not, you, you don't know what it's like to have a camera where their main source of vision is taken <laughs> out. Yeah. And like you still have another way, but it's just totally weird and whack and you don't know what to do. And I, I was flying blind at some of the times. And when I was on the gimbal, I couldn't even look through the viewfinder. So what I told a lot of people is it's kind of just taught me to work off instinct. It sounds kind of like, oh, dude, just go work off instinct, man. <laughs> no, it's super Jedi. Yeah, like... it's very Jedi. It's like, dude, just, just work off instinct. You got to use the force, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it kind of, it's true. Like, I just kind of would have to be like, I, I can visually know what this shot is pretty, I'm pretty confident that the shot's going like, to look like this if I point the camera this way. I know my settings, I know all that, just got to point it this way, and I'm pretty sure I know what I'm filming and what's in frame. And that just helped me just become better mentally as a, uh, you know, a visualizer and as a, a videographer, just being able to kind of know what's in frame without even really having to look at it. And um, so I kind of grew from that, and uh, it's taught me a lot. And it taught me that I don't really need the monitor, I guess, all the time to get what I need. I've been able to, thankfully, still get lots of good stuff. Um, and my camera was a good enough camera to help me get by, and um, I wasn't completely blind the entire time. But, dude, yeah, that was that was an intense journey. Oh, it's side note. I uh, the, the replacement, I had ordered it, like, the day it got broke. And I got it from uh, eBay. We ordered a, a replacement from eBay. 
And um, I was like, sweet, that thing's going to come in this weekend, right before the second camp. Yes, we get that sucker replaced. We go to camp, we're back in business. Well, that weekend came uh, along quick, and then uh, no screen. You know, Saturday, Sunday passes, no screen. Monday morning, no screen. Oh, no. Uh, so here I am, coming back to camp. Dude, did you get your screen replaced? Did you get that? Did you get that screen replaced? Uh, <laughs> no, still no. out here blind. Yeah, I'm still blind, blind out here. I actually did not get that replaced. It's gonna apparently come to find out, take like another week for it, before it comes. And uh, I had gone to Belize like there was like a day in between of me going to Belize and camp, and uh, that piece came in. I get a text. We get to our hotel in Belize. This our first hotel. It's this kind of rundown. It's not the greatest hotel, but it's a hotel and it works. We get there. We're enjoying it. We're just kind of taking it all in. Get a text from my mom. She says, I hate to send this to you, but look. <laughs> it's a picture of a box, like a FedEx box or something. And I'm like, no. I like died on the inside slightly. But Was she like, you want me to send this to you real quick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it was the re- replacement piece. But, you know, it's okay. It, it did teach me a few things and... It is now replaced. I would like to announce a replaced <laughs> screen, and we're back in business, folks. That's that's so impressive. You know, as um, play like playing guitar in, in different venues, doing different yeah. stuff. Sometimes <laughs> you have to play with the lights off while like Quentin and the light people fix the right, yeah. <laughs> set it right, and so, so you, then everything will go dark, and they'll tell you like you if you're if you really know your instrument, you should be able to play in the dark. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. really don't know my instrument because I that's can't even do like more intense than the camera, man. Like at least I had like a fallback part of my camera to like look through and stuff, but you did, you're completely blind with the lights off. The fall that's... the fallback is muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it fails. So. Uh, so, Garrett, I guess uh, just one more question for yeah, you, man. go for what, it. I think one of the biggest things that um, kind of the buzzword of of uh, people who are skilled and passionate but trying to make a name for themselves is is connections. And sometimes that can be that can be a negative connotation with that. But uh, what, what do you say to people who, who want to learn how to make connections? How, how did you make some of your um, kind of... Uh, t- golden tickets to yeah. <laughs> no, but not the golden ticket. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wonka. No, yeah, <laughs> not a sponsor. But uh, but not not necessarily in a way that's where you're just using people for opportunity to opportunity. But uh, but just genuinely making you know good connections. Like how yeah. how did that work for you? And and what do you tell people who are looking to do that? Yeah, I mean, if you connections is everything. Sometimes, honestly, if you can just get good connections, that's a lot. Like you're you're going a lot of good places if you can get some good connections because. Um, you'd be surprised how many people are looking for something that you have and you don't even know it. Um, and just even things like um, like me, if I and this is what I did when I started out, I wasn't making anything for anybody. I was making it for me, and that's actually something kind of side tangent, but like that's something I kind of want to get back into is not selfishly, but just as a creative outlet and to express my full self and creativity. Um, be able to make more things for me again like I did at the start Um, because now it's just a lot of go, 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 making things for other people. I kind of want to get back to my roots and make things for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love making things for other people. But that's what got me started was social media, the Internet. You'd be amazed what you can do with just that. All you have to do, I mean, if you're, let's say you want to shoot, you're a videographer, you're starting out, and you want to get a gig. Sometimes it's as easy as you're, you've been posting things. Like you go outside and film the sunset, like some B-roll <laughs> shots, 
and you you have like this this golden sunset. You film the we all know the cliche. Like you, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, we you film the leaves, you film the flowers. I don't even film it. I yeah. think I'm done that <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like that's stuff people love. But you put that on, and and like somebody really liked it, you know. And you DM like some outdoor place or some some coffee shop, and they saw that on your Instagram a video of you making coffee, and it was like really good, and they they dig that, and they're like, yeah, man. Uh yeah, we we'll do a gig. We'll we'll pay you. We'll do whatever. You don't you just don't know what's gonna happen just from DMing somebody or just emailing or whatever. Like a lot of people, I think, kind of get scared. They're like, ah, I'm just like a small like account, or I don't really have a huge following, or like this is my first gig. Like who's ever gonna take me? But how they don't have to know that, or people sometimes don't care if they like your work. They like your work. If they if you have something that they like and they want it none of the other stuff matters. They're just concerned about what you can provide them. Excuse me. Sorry, that was my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so that's that's the fear of, of like numbers and how much experience you have and your past and all that, those kind of things doesn't really matter. You just kind of have to, to go for what you want with what you have and just create things. Create what you love. Do what you're passionate about. And then see if other people are interested. And sometimes other people are interested without you even asking. People hit you up, and it just kind of works like that. And and also, I think another important thing is if for people who are trying to do things for money, like if they're trying to make money out of videography, um, going that route, uh, I think it's important to do things for free too. Like that's just as important as trying to make money from it because that'll help you start to get to that point. I've done things before that were completely free. I did it just to have that connection or just to have it under my belt to say, I've worked with so-and-so, I've done this, it's in my portfolio. And I did it for free because I wanted to guarantee like a job because people were more like, people love free stuff, you know what I'm saying? So people are way more willing to do something for free. So that's kind of a side tangent. Was that a was that a monkey? A howling monkey? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, wow. we we were raising monkeys in the back. So I'm impressed. That's our side passion. Yeah. is uh, monkey raising. And that's what I'm saying. Like you probably the monkey was for free. Like it was you, for free, man. Yeah, you just did it for free. But look where you are now. We're, we're putting the money in for the food and yeah. the training and the and the steroids. And, exactly. You know, it's, yeah, and it's really paying off. You it's, know, it's not monkey fighting. Okay, no, it's, we want to get that straight. <laughs> Peta, please don't come <laughs> after us. <laughs> we're not. These monkeys aren't fighting. They're they're yeah. just they're they're just. Show know. monkeys. They're yeah, the greatest exactly. show monkeys. <laughs> no, and see, and that, that passion's really gotten you somewhere. So, <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, Just do things for free. Just just do it, you know? just Not to get all too Nike on you, but just... <laughs> just do, do it! it. <laughs> Shia would be proud. Yeah, he would, man. Yeah, but just just go for it. And, and those connections will come. They just do. And it's a lot harder to explain than it is just to like show and, and show people, hey, you know... Ha- lead by example, you know, and be like, this is what I've done for this person. It wasn't that hard. They, they hit me up or I hit them up. It's way easier than it sounds. And so you just got to go for it, you know? Just do it. That's, just do it. Hey, you know, if, if we could learn anything from Garrett, it'd be just do it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what you got to do. And thank you for that that's insight, good. Garrett. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what Anytime. Well, 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 Ooh. Garrett, man. Thanks I, for letting us talk your head yeah. off. Yeah. And sorry. ask your head off. Yeah, no, I just... Sorry if I went a little long there for a little bit. I just kind of wanted to let it all out, you know? Oh, no, dude. We'll cut out what we don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. No, it was was all great, man. We we appreciate you talking to us. But uh, we're not done yet. We're about to put you to work. About to put you to work. (laughs) 
your voice is. Uh, I think it's the peanut butter from a week ago. Yeah, that peanut butter really, <laughs> really set it's stuck in. with me. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna come back here in just a second. Uh, but but first, here's a little music to soothe the soul. So we wanted to do something uh, really cool. Um, um, it's an idea. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's actually from, uh, it is it kind of, it might sound cheap. It might sound like we're just stealing it, but he probably stole it. So we're going to do a, <laughs> a, a new segment, and it probably won't be a repeating. It's, it's just probably a, not. what do you call it when it's just one and done? Just a, a, just a one uh, hit wonder. Spring fling. <laughs> oh. Spring good. <laughs> All right, guys, we're getting a spring fling back into we're this. We're going to spring fling this segment. So, but uh, my my boy uh, uh, Craig Vernon Fashel the third um, posted on Facebook unpopular opinions go, and then a million and a half people responded. <laughs> Just kidding, not that many, but uh, but we have a couple here. We asked you all to. Uh, to, to give us some of your unpopular opinions, and we got a couple we were gonna read, and then we have some we want to share, but uh, but we're just gonna I just the I, I guess there's no game involved. We're just gonna talk about them and 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 just say whether we agree uh, if 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 this is a a yay or a nay. Yay nay Q and A. A yeppers or a neppers. So <laughs> here we go. Go Quentin. All right, and by the way, if you do ever want to be involved in the Here's the Deal podcast and you aren't in person with us, you can follow us on Instagram. That's where we did uh, put out a story asking for these unpopular opinions. All right, unpopular opinion number one, freedom of speech. Freedom of speech should also apply to hate speech. Here's the deal. (laughs) Starting out with the heavy hitters now, folks. So here's the deal. I feel like... It can be allowed if the hate speech is about like Brussels sprouts. Yeah, like uh, you can hate on. I always hate on Brussels sprouts. You know, I I feel like if it's if it's against. I love Brussels sprouts. Okay, here's here's my redaction to that statement. Hate speech, freedom of speech, should also apply to hate hate speech. (laughs) Yeah, hate hate speech. Hate speech. I feel you. That yeah. is not. You know, <laughs> that's it. That was my redaction. I just changed a couple letters. Really just jacked up the whole sentence. <laughs> just went for it. But uh, freedom of speech uh, should apply to hate speech that is non-people related. Yeah. I, I feel like if you clarify it like that, I think I think that... Yeah. To, to me, I mean, I don't think that's really wrong. I mean, people hate things all the time. If by the Constitution, you know, we're entitled to to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, that's our, what we're entitled to, then I think life should be excluded from hate yeah. speech. It makes me very happy to hate on other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what and it makes me very uncomfortable that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, you... You guys are weird. <laughs> What's going on? You want to? Here's the deal. So, here's here's the deal. We got another one. Here we uh, go. Austin Mays, and here's uh, uh, this is. I'm a very opinionated person because <laughs> I also have an opinion about what he said. He's this is Austin Mays. Yeah, go Austin for it. L Mays says here's the deal is actually a good podcast. So my thing yeah. is, here's the deal. It's a tough one. Garrett, has anybody ever said to you, "Hey, man, that video was actually good"? You know. I, I have actually before. I, I think I've had that that happen once if I'm remembering correctly. So I kind of have, have hurt that that 
hurt before. <laughs> Joke's on us. It was one of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That one time, Quentin basically was like, you know what? You actually did good that time, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. that's, to me, that's such a condescending word. No. Like, it's, it, there's, it, there's a double meaning. You're saying that this video was good, yeah, but, but the previous? Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's happened to me before. Maybe not so literally, but like in just in someone's demeanor, and they didn't mean to at all. It was just kind of how they are sometimes. Oh, wow. I think it just happened really like, good. and I think it's more of just like an age thing. Like, they were just kind of like, like, they weren't expecting it to be that good. I don't think gotcha. it was, like, hateful or anything. Like, oh, wow, this guy, oh, he's not, like, 400 years old. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> halfway crying. I was like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what they said. But I, th- <laughs> I think what Austin is trying to say is it's an unpopular opinion that this is a good podcast. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's, he's saying yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that the popular opinion is that it's not good. Right. But, <laughs> but I mean, I would love to see the, the voting box on that. I would. Should we vote? The ballot box. Should we put it in Instagram stories yeah. and say, is this a good podcast? Yeah. <laughs> that feels kind of desperate. <laughs> hey, guys. So, you know, things are going really su- successful with the podcast, but I just have a quick question. Is this good? I don't know if this podcast is good. <laughs> what do you guys think? And then, and then it's like the vote. It's like 50-50. It's good. It's not good. And then it's like, oh, not good. <laughs> Like, hey, can you guys please take yeah. that off the uh, the, uh, the apps yeah. and the online? <laughs> Maybe the reason I don't like that word, though, is because Amber, all the time, I'll say something, like, yeah. joke. I joke, like, I'm always being stupid. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll get through to her, and she'll go, wow, that was actually, actually funny. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying and where you're coming from with that word. Saying actually before something, the way you say it, like, you're actually... Like that, that kind of makes it a little weird. You're like, what do you mean by that, man? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, what else do you, what else you got there, Quentin? Hey, remember that guy that we were talking about earlier that took four hours to cut out that lion head? Yeah, the, the legend himself, Aaron. Aaron, right? yes. Well, he has an opinion, and I would say that it's unpopular because it's opposite of what I think. Mm-hmm. But it is Star Wars ain't that great parentheses anymore and i know that he was serious because you know he he never sounds that country you know he's not a country man and he <laughs> he threw in an ain't in there i think it was more of an a gangster ain't you yeah know, i think it was more of like an star wars ain't that great anymore man yeah come on come on cuz come on cuz <laughs> star wars ain't that great anymore, anymore. <laughs> but so i get what serious i get that. what he's saying though than anymore he's, he's yeah, saying yeah, at yeah. one point it was it was great yeah but. i want to know where the line is though like Aaron, where's the like the line that you drew it at? Like which ones were good and aren't good now? Hey, let's post on our story uh, directly towards Aaron. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, Aaron, what did which you mean? Talking about? about? Yeah, we could respond to it he if just, we want. He responds with like, "Star Wars is actually kind of okay now." <laughs> <laughs> but I think for us though, we grew up watching it. But now, you know, everybody's kind of ruined it. You yeah. know. That's what happens when you let fourteen hundred directors right, exactly. <laughs> direct, you know, all the movies, and nobody's exactly. on the same page. And you know, yeah. anyways, I have the complete opposite opinion. You I feel like so? the new ones are better than the old. I ones. gotta say, I, I think a lot them. of the the new ones, and I mean, I know I'm not like in a good position to be like saying this, but because you guys are deeper fans of Star Wars than I am, I know for sure. But like the, Bill way more yeah. than me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Bill, but like just from my perspective as like an average fan 
Um, I think the new ones, man, are better than a lot of those ones, like the the first, second, third episodes, like the of the, within the storyline, not within the actual when they were released. But, but also the cinematography. I know, man. They're so good. And this the CGI. Let's be honest, the CGI and and the, some of those are just whack. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and two, and it really just it really grinds my gears. The, it really it really gets under my skins. It just gets me, man. Grinds my gears. What does it even mean? We're not, I don't what, know, man. What are you? Are you kidding me? He grinded the gears one time, and they were like, "Oh, dude, don't do that." My gears. Those are my gears. You better not grind those. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. you, you guys, what a wild That's time! That's quite an opinion, though. I don't know. That's we, debatable. We got one more, and then I want to hear. I think we're gonna. I want to hear from you guys with y'all's unpopular opinions. Oh, but man, yeah. b- before we get into it, we have shouted this guy out we'll have before. Have a fist bite here if we aren't careful. Hey, I hope we do. That this would make is live fun. in person. Y- you you guys wouldn't see it, but you sure would hear a lot oh, of grun- yeah. <laughs> grunting and smacking. <laughs> <him. laughs> so, uh, D. He Wilkes, we've shouted that man out before. Devin said, <laughs> "Oh, excuse me." He said, "I believe people who think the Earth is flat shouldn't." Should not be allowed to have children. Mm, you know, he's not completely wrong. <laughs> Is that really no, a... I think I think it's a little harsh. I think it's a little, uh, just a little bit intense there. But I see where he's coming from. Well, I, I think I think if we refuse to allow them ha- to have children or <laughs> kept people from <laughs> reproducing with yeah. them, uh, yeah, I we. Think... We would be just taking that liberty away from that child to decide for themselves. Can I be honest with you? I think people who think the Earth is flat are just weren't ever planning on having children in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> That's like people who like actively engage in World of Warcraft. Like you've already made. Like we could say, yeah. oh, we're not gonna allow them to have children. But it's like, that's a lot of wasted effort. Just looking at, yeah, loser. I wasn't gonna have kids anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. Why don't you go jump off the side of this flatter? <laughs> Have y'all seen that video of the <laughs> kids like prove me wrong? There's yeah. a plate and he's like, "There's water on it. <laughs> it doesn't fall off on a plate." Have you seen that? He has like an I've orange. never seen it. He has an orange and he like pours water on it and water all falls off the orange. He has a plate. He pours water on it. Yeah. And the w- water doesn't fall off because it's flat. Oh. He's like, so how do we have an ocean? <laughs> Quentin, was that your that's, video? Are you just no. sh- shameless plug your own video? I was actually just thinking. I mean, like that sounds like a Quentin production. <laughs> I'm oh, quitting. Quint- Quentin Productions. <laughs> no, honestly though, he he has a point though. Whoever that kid is, if it's not Quentin, I mean, I was gonna compliment you, but if you swear it's not you, then uh, the, whoever that kid is, I mean, he had a very good thing going for him there. But I just don't know if I can hang on to that. I don't think I can g- grab onto that opinion. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's too unpopular. You know, so. it's too unpopular for me. So I think uh, we've heard from some of them. I want to hear from you guys. Let's uh, let's go with our guest first. I hope he's ready. Garrett? All right, man. So I guess I don't even know if this is unpopular, but um, my opinion on as far as productivity and getting things done is I personally, and I think some people, work best under pressure, like under high pressure, like, even if it means, like, and it doesn't matter what it is, um, even if it's, like, schoolwork or, like, uh, something, a project you're working on, like, under pressure, like, last minute sometimes or just in situations where there's, like, high stakes, no matter what that is, I think some people, including myself, work better under that those conditions. So you're saying that procrastination is good? I'm saying procrastination can be acceptable <laughs> in some <laughs> in some ways. Not now. I'm not saying it's the most noble trait, in that you should 
actively do it all the time. I'm just saying I think there's something to say about the pressure that makes the work better. I, I can say I, I kind of sort of agree with yeah. you. I think people work more efficiently under pressure. Yeah. I don't think the product comes out better, though. You don't think so? It, I, I think it comes out the same. Yeah. But people work more efficiently when they're under that's, pressure. That's a great point, actually. I was That's something I thought about this recently, actually, how... I feel like I could, um, and I, this isn't to say like I always purposefully put things off. Like a lot of times the procrastination just gets to you. But like there's been some times where I've worked on something for a long time, you know, and I've had several days working on it. And there's been some times where I was put in a position where I had just a little bit of time to do it uh, or or maybe other situations where I just procrastinated and I waited, but I still got it done. And yeah. like it, either way, they all turned out great. And I feel like the product in the end, kind of comes out the same. Because the, imagine doing something, like if it's editing a video, imagine doing something where you had two, like you do it for two weeks, and all that time, what you're doing is you set the groundwork, you made the video, and you're tweaking. You're just doing like little um, like perfectionism things. And perfectionism is, is not really good anyways. It's not really attainable perfection. So like you're just doing perfectionism all that time where you could have like skipped all that and maybe even gotten a few better things in the video because you're there's that instinct again you're working off instinct because you had to you didn't have time for any of that yeah and you instead of him hauling around and just being like ah take that out put this in when that thing was better in the first place and you knew it you just second guessed yourself i think um, that pressure helps you just to be like yep that's good that's good here we go so i don't know you go with your first instinct more right exactly easily. and i feel like that's always the best bet you know? i like that your first instinct. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Bill? Well, I think that um, I I agree with you. I think that it's all about perspective. Like, yeah. Okay, so t- so take this. So, say you have you have three things to do. Yeah. You need to. You or three things that you're gonna do. You're gonna do the thing that you need to do. Edit. Say edit. Right. Video. Yeah, yeah. Two is you got to eat. Three mm-hmm. is you want to play Fortnite. Okay. So if I if if <laughs> Casual, you're you, know, you got to do it. Yeah, man. If you're the kind of guy or gal who. Yeah. Who is I guess it's type A I believe who's yeah. like really like organized does yeah, things ahead yeah, of time. Yeah. You edit the video first, then you eat. Right. Then you play Fortnite in the course of a day, and then the next day you have your product. Right. So what I saw is you've done three things. But say you're like, man, I'm I'm hungry, man. I gotta exactly. get some food, yeah. man. You go eat. You're like, man, I'm tired, man. I gotta play some Fortnite. That's exactly. All. You play Fortnite, yeah. and then you edit the video. But the next day you you've still done the same amount of work, exactly, just in a different order. A different order. And and what and what I'm saying tagged on to the end of that is because you did the other thing last. And I'm not saying it's always because of this. It's just the way it works out sometimes is because you put it last and you knew you had to get it done. Like there was no like, okay, I already took care of it. I'm set. And you just let it set and you did your other stuff because that was the last thing that you did. And it's fresh and you know you got to get it done. It's the last thing on your list. You got to do it. The, it might have turned out better because you just kind of like go 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 instinct. You just did first first thing that came to your mind. So. Yeah, you like you use time as a means to eliminate right. excuses. Right, and so like it, there's no time. Whereas if I have plenty of time, that that's what causes me and like tons of other people to procrastinate in the first place. Like I would do. Did you like say <laughs> I got time? Like you get some part of it done, and you're like, it's okay if I like. And if I if I don't do the greatest job right now, if I just kind of like slap some stuff together, I got time to fix it later, you know. Yeah. Whereas if you don't have time, it's got to be done and good now, you know. I don't know, unpopular, but I think it's there's something to say about it. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Quentin yeah. 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 said, "I think, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Quentin, what's your unpopular opinion? 
Okay, this one can get a little bit confusing. So I'm going to try and explain it a little bit slow, okay? What are you trying to say? <laughs> he's, saying we're he's saying that we're actually not that <laughs> smart? <laughs> no, it's just confusing. If I just said it the way I was thinking of saying it, it would be completely confusing and I would lose everybody. I think that the what colors I see are the different colors that you see, but they're obviously named the same because we have all grown up naming them the same thing. That was actually confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, actually I, ac not, I actually don't know what you're talking about. I did not know you were actually going to confuse me. There you go. <laughs> all right, so I'm looking at something that's red right here. Yeah. And we all I'm call it red. It yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we call it red. <laughs> we all call it red. But what I see is red, maybe your... Maybe my green in your eyes. Maybe my purple. Yeah. Or, or Bill's yellow. Yes. Are you talking about just being colorblind? No. <laughs> so you're saying, okay, okay, I think I know what you're saying. So you're saying, and it's not just being colorblind, I don't think. Like, that can be red to me, but we're calling it red. But, but it's actually my, what I reason, call green for some, in my mind. But for some reason, we've all call, called it the same name, even though we see it differently. But like. Yeah, like yeah. they're all like it's just a different color palette. You, right. Have you ever gone into your desktop computer right. and go in and see all the color palettes where you can change the color palettes? Or if you ever built built a website, have you? I don't know. No, Quinn, probably not. I've never <laughs> I don't understand these things you're asking me. I wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> just disdain. No, okay. Okay, no, okay. Continue. I'm sure Explain somebody at home yeah. knows what I'm talking about. But when you go on, there's different color palettes. Yeah. And it's basically everything in a different order, right? Okay. I, like, the colors. Oh, okay. So, okay. This is so no, hard I, to I'm explain. A, I'm hanging on to what you're saying, man. Just keep going. So if I don't know I about said, Bill, but I'm there with you. Yeah, I'm glad you're here, because I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right. Like I said, it's unpopular. The colors, the colors switch, and you're saying that you see it a different way, but it's still the way you see it. It's still the same named color that we've. Yes, because we all see it the same way as we grow up, mm -hmm. right? Like we, I see this red as this red, yeah. right? And gotcha. you see this red as this red growing up. So we call it red, yeah, right? But in reality, what's red oh. to you is actually my green. Oh, okay. Because I... someone said that's red. Yeah, and so we've mm. named it red. But what mm. our colors mm. actually have a different palette. Mm. 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 Oh. I, it's unpopular. <laughs> it's very unpopular. <laughs> I can already tell you that much. <laughs> no, I I could. It's very mind-boggling and yeah, very it, stupid. But I, this is what I think about in the shower, and then I go to sleep. <laughs> Other unpopular opinion: Do you think about things in the shower before you go to sleep? <laughs> in the shower before, before you go, go to sleep. sleep. That so, exact like that's where you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> It's been hard times for Quentin. <laughs> and what's difficult is I take the shower in the morning. <laughs> That's why you're so messed up, dude. Yeah. You don't even know what you're thinking. Yeah, your your brain, schedule's all off, man. Your brain's not awake, dude. Yeah. Okay. I have two. Is that okay? No. Okay. Well, I'm going to do it anyways. The first one's really quick. Sort of. So, here it goes. Throughout the creation of, of man and the history of mankind, we've, I think, searched... Uh, you, obviously, God is, is 
the center. Jesus, as Israel said, is the center of it all. But you know, he's ble- God's ble- God's blessed. You said said pooch it. it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> said pooch it like like a kick. <laughs> okay. Pooch get that, man. Get that pooch Preach kick. it. Yeah. Preach it. I'm gonna. We should all go tomorrow morning. Tonight, tonight is Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, we should all be like pooch it. Yeah. Pooch it, pooch it, pooch it, pooch it. Oh, tough. Anyways, um, yeah, we've. I, I think. I think as as a species, we've looked for for one thing here that's like, man, this. I know this is straight from heaven. The one thing that we have on Earth physically that is straight from heaven is Taco Bell breakfast. Oh, you know, I think you might have a point there. Although, can I have a a confession? Confess because it. I have a confession. So I think you have a point, and that's with me being someone who, here I go, I've never had Taco Bell breakfast. Same. Never had Taco Bell breakfast. But the reason I say I think you have a point is because if I know anything about Taco Bell, like their regular menu, I can only imagine how good it is. Okay, so and I've heard good things. To tag off that, I've never eaten any anything at Taco Bell. Unpopular opinion: Taco Bell's never made anything that is disappointed. Gotcha. I've loved everything Taco Bell's ever made. Honestly, it's, no, it's all I, the same. I, I think, yeah, no, no, it literally is all the same. <laughs> like you get, it's all in a different order. Can I get that bean burrito and that quesadilla? Yeah. Do you want to me to mix them because it's all gonna be the same? I, mean, I can put them in a bowl and there you have a salad. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> or Mexican pizza. You know, yeah, so it's, exactly. all, it's all the same. Yeah. But that's my first one. I think you're right on that. I have to agree. Like, yeah. So my first is Taco Bell breakfast is straight from heaven. Slash Taco Bell's never made anything to disappoint. Um, but my second unpopular opinion, okay, and here it goes. I legit forgot what it was. Well, if you don't remember, I have another one I want to sneak in. Go for it. Okay, and then you can think of it, and maybe it'll, you'll Let's go ahead and sneak, it. A, po- unless, sneak unless, a pooch. <laughs> sneak the pooch. All right, here we go. So this is actually recent that I found this out. I didn't realize it was so unpopular until I said it in the middle of, like, one of our like hyphen Sunday school classes, and then everyone was just looking at me like I'm crazy. And I prefaced it with, I, I might be crazy, but um, I feel like Sprite at Mexican restaurants tastes better. Yes. Is abso- that, it, oh, fine. That's like the first thing Same yes, with Coca Cola at, at McDonald's. McDonald's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's it, sodas the at certain restaurants taste better for some weird reason. I absolutely agree with you. Yes. Okay, cool. The thing about like, like the Sprite at Mexican restaurants is it's so crisp it, it's crisp that's the word it, no 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 no. it's brisk yes it's brisk well no bris- it's not it's not brisk it's Dude, it's, it's bright it's it's not oh well brisk. it's not brisk it's like an off-brand <laughs> it's a tw- twist brisk miss <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but but um but i there's something about it that that just touches you down deep yeah. in your soul yeah i i agree that sodas taste different in different places i used to work at shoney's and they're mr pib I can promise you it was better than regular Dr. Pepper. Seriously? I loved it oh, so much. Oh, man. That's okay. another unpopular opinion. Here's the deal. <laughs> From the heart of a person who loves Dr. Pepper, and yeah. I've, I like it's a weakness of mine. Right. Unpopular opinion, Mr. Pibb is better than Dr. Pepper. Oh, thank you. You believe so. I really, because the thing is that Mr. Pibb is Dr. Pepper with a little bit of spicy cherry. I got you. Look, 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 kick I got you. spicy cherry. No, I, I understand. I just don't drink it as much as Dr. Pepper, so I need to get back on that. Mr. Pib life. Get back on that Pib train, son. Get the Pib train back, dude. <laughs> so that's that's what we believe to be true, uh, whether it's popular or unpopular. I think I think we've all come to a place today where we we've decided things and said things and thought things. Yeah. You know, some of those things were cool, 
Some of those things were believable. Yeah. Some of them were crisp. Some of them were brisk. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them were pooched. However you want to do it, yeah. But uh, but here we are, and uh, me and Garrett, we were, dude, so thankful you were here. We're, I'm so glad to be here, man. This is, this was so much fun. You gave us insight into your mind and into your profession. I and, tried, man. And your stomach. So. I tried, and my stomach. You know, I just got to throw a little bit of everything out there. They talk about, you know, pulling your guts out, and you've yeah. literally done it today. I've literally done that, man. It's been a little disgusting to watch, but we you know, appreciated you. Only for the best. <laughs> I only pull my guts out for the best. <laughs> and and you spread it to other people's ears. Yeah, I spread so. my guts uh, to everyone's ears. <laughs> okay, this metaphor. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> This metaphor's gone off the Pib train <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> the Pib train has been derailed. But uh, but Garrett, thanks for for joining us this week, and uh, thank you for you listeners. Let's yeah. let's let's give it wherever you're at. Give a giant yeah. hand to to Garrett Maddox. Yeah, no, 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 now give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, and now give the one next to you a pat on the back, yeah. and then apologize for giving them a pat on the back. Yeah, because that was weird. That's their yeah. bubble. You just invaded it. You totally invaded their personal space. <laughs> kind of a weirdo. <laughs> why, why did you do that? All right. <laughs> so, I know, I just took that on a totally weird ending. But Thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. We look forward to talking into your ears again next week. Or next podcast, Bill is in my face. By the way, if you can't notice... And we I, we were probably trying to keep the secret, but we've been sharing a mic this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really wanted to have a guest on, but we don't have the the proper the equipment memes. yet. <laughs> so me and Quentin have shared a mic. Yeah. So it's been a lot of face to face contact. Get out of my face! It's been quite, it's been quite the adorable experience for me to witness across the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's weird is you can't see our lips whenever we're talking at yeah. the same time. Yeah. So we're all, just, we're behind this pop filter like it's entirely talking. awkward. <laughs> yeah. So but uh, it's been a great time. <laughs> now now I'm much more aware that we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but thanks guys for uh, for listening and bearing through the uh, the two mic three person debacle of 2018, and uh, keep it weird. Also, side note, I just want to say to all of the listeners, thank you for listening to Bill and Quentin. Seriously, they, they've got a great thing going here, and I highly encourage them to just to keep going with this because, as you guys know, this is so cool, and they're rocking it out here. So uh, I encourage them, and I hope you guys continue to encourage them and keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, man. Oh, and... Uh, Shout out yourself, man. Uh, okay. That, that Instagram tag. Okay. Uh, 15 seconds shameless of fame. Here plug, we go. Man. Yeah, shameless plug. So uh, I guess I'll go with my Instagram. I've actually changed it since the last time that... It's not two underscore, Gary. It's two underscore? not the two underscores anymore. So I changed it to like my brand name. Ah, cool. Cinematics. That's C-I-N-E-M-A-D-D-O-X. Cinematics is kind of where you can find me, like my website, all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to make it just the word you have to look up, and that's where you can find my stuff. YouTube? YouTube is Garrett Maddox. G, I spell my name weird, G-A-R-E-T, one R-1-T, then Maddox. Yeah. Well, I, I think your parents spell your name weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> you didn't true. have any choice. <laughs> right, I didn't choose that, but honestly, I mean, I'm the one that has to explain it to everybody. Yeah, and so. you've continued to, to <laughs> yeah. choose. So. But that's where you can find me is Garrett Maddox and Cinematics if you want to find like some of my, my work and stuff like that. But seriously, you guys, if you need if you need anything photography, video related, your wedding, you know, you're out here, you wanted to, you know, have a sports tournament, you're yeah. you're wanting to host the Super Bowl at your house yeah. Yeah, at the exactly. actual Super Bowl. Garrett's the guy to record it, man. Mm-hmm. He's he does phenomenal work. Check his stuff out. Weddings, promos, cornhole tournaments, all of them, man. All just, of it. <laughs> all the things. 
Dude, I saw one of the music videos that you did. Oh, man. yeah, one of the little music. I did it for an artist, but yeah. So he does does everything. Phenomenal work. Check him out. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Check him out. That was fun. Keep listening. Do you know? Do things on your own terms, but for those two things, check Garrett out <laughs> and 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 invest in in his awesomeness, and then listen to us. You do those two things, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be all right, man. <laughs> you you you're gonna make it. Yeah, this was fun. All righty, now we're actually signing off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking to you again in two weeks. Bye bye now. Here's the deal. <laughs>